like y'all niggas is homies. If he's doing music, you gonna fuck with his music. If he's doing music and like you kind of know him, you ain't gonna fuck with him because that's your homie. So like, there's a lot of loyalty, and that's what's killing like the creativity. Mm. And like, if if like you like you got like let's say you got like five people fucking with you, and you got like one person or he just started and he come to ask you, he wouldn't even want to ask you because you know what time you're gonna be on. Mm, so nice. like niggas is like heavy on like loyalty and like niggas always wanna like only fuck with niggas like they fuck with. And it goes like that with like a lot of the DJs too. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's kind of like it's hard. But like for me, I know a lot of people. I know a lot of people, and like I feel like even knowing a lot of people is like when you started taking your shit serious, niggas see see the potential, they see the difference in the sound. They start to try start acting like niggas is changing on them. Mm-hmm. Nah, I'm not changing on them. Like I saw something on like Instagram like a while ago. <clears throat> he say like. The grass and the tree started from the same place. Facts. But you'll never see the gra- the tree hanging out no, with the, the grass. grass. But it's deep. But again, it's like when the branches fall off the, the, the tree, what happens? They, they fall like into the, the grass. grass. And then what does the grass do? It Eat. basically decompose it. And then it strengthens what? The tree. Exactly. So they all go hand in hand. Yeah, like, so together, without, the grass, the, without the grass, there's no tree. And without, I the, mean, tr- and without yeah. the tree, the grass doesn't really really fulfill its purpose yes so everybody got a purpose and i felt like even if like you don't fuck with me online or like you fuck with me more in person you know you still got your purpose bro i still fuck with you it's still right. love but like you ain't gonna be doing something i'm gonna support it and that's the type of shit that's killing niggas you know what i'm saying like mm. it's the loyalty shit that's killing niggas because it's like if you ain't loyal to me if i got something going on and you ain't even showing me love i'm doing shows i'm like yo pop off of me that's and you ain't even slot you ain't make a move and now like you're trying to start, start a whole brain and you see like i got like motion and you asking me, bro, post this on... Nah, bro. Nah, bro. Business nah, is business. Nah, fuck you. Nah. It ain't moving that way. It ain't even fuck you, bro. Like, you got to pay me. <laughs> nah, that's fine. You got to pay me. I invest in myself. I nah, get paid. Nah, which is right. Which is right. Like, when, when I, I asked you for that, or not even asked you for that. Yeah. When you could have returned that to me, you didn't because of, like you said, loyalty to something else. Exactly. Exactly. And it ain't even like I'm trying to be mean and shit. It's like, bro, like, niggas really work hard to be where I'm, I am today. If he's my nigga... If he was to ask me, bro, he ain't never got to ask me, bro. I see him doing something, even him posting a picture, it's already on my story, feel me? Facts. Because, like, when I drop, he's telling, his girl is telling, his girl is telling this, like, everybody posting my he's shit. putting one for you and then without guess you what? having to ask. And then guess what? When his girl got something going on, I post it too, because you showed me love. And that's what's killing niggas, because it's like, the love is, like, turned into loyalty and it turned into circle. So there's so many bubbles and so many circles that, like, everybody don't want to fuck with anybody. Because niggas see your potential. It's like, let's say you got five fans, right? And you got five fans. And I got five fans. Niggas, if niggas feel like you're better than them, they ain't going to work with you. Because I'm going to take your five fans. I'm going to take, take your five fans. fans. Yeah, and but it's the not... chances of you taking my fans, good luck. See, <laughs> what's crazy is, right? What's crazy is the math of support is a weird thing, right? Say we all got five fans. It's not going to... If we all got five fans, we all share each other shit. Now... You got 15 fans. Now you got 15 fans. Now I got 15 fans. But in reality, but it don't even really work like, like that. Though. Yeah. But, but, it, don't but, think it, like that. Said, but in reality, it don't even work like that. Those five fans is probably, two of them is probably going to like the same music. Because you got to think about, it's like a Venn diagram. It's like, you as an artist here and the other artist is here. It's only so many people who's going to find commonalities and similarities between y'all same type but, of creativity. But no, that is true. Go ahead. Go ahead. Bro. I was going to say, but it's a more like, what you're trying to say, I think is, they feel like, niggas feel like, if they give it, they go take them two fans from you. Now you got three fans. No, nah, exactly. but niggas don't understand how people work. People like to consume more than more one than thing. More than one thing, yeah, exactly. Like they don't like they don't want something good 
and then it comes to an end and they can't find something just as good that they can replace it for. Exactly. exactly. So that's why I feel like you like you don't like people always say, right? This artistic field is saturated. But that's a fucking lie. You wanna know what I noticed? It's not saturated with good shit. It's that's the what's missing. Yeah, there's a lot of people doing it, but how many people are doing good shit in what they're doing? So mm-hmm. no. The game what we're playing, it's not oversaturated because as long as you come with good shit and you put the work in, you're gonna stand out. I promise you. But but that's the fair though. That's the fair. Cause if niggas feel like like you said, if let's go back to the example of like the five fans. You said two fans might like my shit, but that's all the three fans that also know I do music. Facts. You might not fuck mm. with my music, but now. when you see me, not forget even Later, not everybody like Davido, not everybody like Burner, not everybody like Drake. True. But you know who the fuck Drake is. And like, if he drops, you're like, yo, let me see if I like it. Or like, if you see him, you're like, you know what, I'll go to his concert because my homie, my favorite artist worked with him, right? Mm-hmm. And then, that's how it worked in reality. Because right. if, if I got five people watching my story and you got five people watching your story and five people, that's 15 people online. It seems like nothing. 15 likes seems like nothing. But put 15 people in this room. And see how crowded that bitch would be. Fact. And if 15 mm-hmm. people were singing the song me, the three of us make together. The other five won't have to catch on. Like 15 people was already singing. They don't gotta fuck with me only. They could they could be five people could be singing your verse, five people singing my verse, five people singing my verse. Those five people tell another five, five people, people that tell another five people, another five people. That's how niggas grow. But it goes back to your last statement is when you niggas feel like you make good shit and you're putting in harder work, they don't want to work with you because they know those five people going to make you bigger. And they know they're not putting the same effort and like their music won't reach as far as your shit. It's like, niggas ain't going to fuck with you, bro. Mm. But that's not a reflection on you. Yeah. It's not a reflection on you, but niggas hate to see you win. Yeah. But you know what the better thing is? Niggas is not going to be... The niggas around you is not going to be the reason you win. Like, they're never the reason you win. Niggas around you is not going to be the reason you win, but it hurts niggas to see niggas around them supporting all the niggas. I like to hurt niggas' feelings. Well, but that's that's what it, that's what it came you to. You have to. Why? <laughs> so you hurting other people's feelings means, like, you're not going to fuck with you. That's not even that. It's because I learned, my nigga, no matter how hard you try to be good in this world, you're still going to offend somebody. Facts. Unintentionally. Right. Like, if you if you get 99, there's still one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Still one. So at this point, I just want to live my truth for me. That's why I said I'm okay if I'm offending somebody, if I'm being mean. I'm okay with it. Because you, you want me to compromise and dilute what I'm bringing to the table and how I can potentially change the world because a small group of people are offended? Exactly what I was telling you why is like, me personally, I really don't live my life to please people, bro. Coast, 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 all my niggas we coast in. High grade, we smoking on the highway, we and with what? that with y'all said fuck y'all niggas cause we don't whiskeys in the motherfucking building one of the best motherfucking podcasts out there the and best honestly, motherfucking though, podcast out there I'm rolling I'm smoking a spliff and rolling a spliff at the same time you niggas don't do that and I'm drinking <laughs> thinking about pouring up what are you talking about but more importantly honestly I keep getting more fucking excited for this shit yeah. I was already excited from the jump I was like yes Yes, we got somebody from fucking Rhode Island about to come in here. Excuse me, we better have a great ass fucking time, you know. And then we started listening to his music more, and I was like, oh, "This nigga makes some good ass fucking music." You know, first we always have to start off, of course, the hit, 
champagne wishes. Yeah. We got yeah. questions. <clears throat> yeah. We're gonna get yeah, there. let's do it. Let's We're gonna do it. get let's there. Do it. But before we get there, another one that I fucking personally fuck with. And I, we had this conversation off camera, but I just have to reiterate yep. while we're on air. Things I should have said. That is a great ass. That song. is the song that made me fall in love with you as an artist. Appreciate you, bro. And it was the end that made me fall in love with you as an artist more. It made me connect with you as a person. It made me connect with you as a human. And I understand how passionate and how genuine you are when it comes to giving peace of you in your music. Like, you're literally giving pieces and parts of you in your music. And that was the song that put it all together for me. So after I started hearing songs after that, it just made me feel like I was listening to it for the first time all over again because I was understanding you on a whole different level. Appreciate you, bro. It opened so much doors, my nigga. And it, that's when I realized your fucking potential. Even more. And I was like... And then you came in here and told me you'd only been doing music since around COVID. And I was like, really, nigga? That shit don't even fucking sound like it. Nah, you sound like you've been doing it for a yeah. while. You have a veteran You have a veteran flow. The quality that you put in. And you can tell you are a nitpicky person. And what gave me off of that is because you said you don't put up projects that much a year. You only drop a few singles of the year, which means you take time to craft your magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? You don't just throw it out there and just... Hope somebody gravitate towards you. You put intention and purpose behind it. I get all of that when I listen to your music. But I overstand even more just hearing you speak in person. Like, I understand the whole... Not fully, but I see the vision. I see where you're going. And with that being said, welcome another great fucking personality in Weed and Whiskey, man. Mm -hmm. We have somebody straight from OT. If you're from... Not from OT... You know what OT mean. My nigga from all the town. And he's going to come take over CT. Like, it's a fucking storm in this shit, mm-hmm. man. We got fucking Young BD in the building. Yo, yo, yo. Go by the name of Young King BD. I forgot the king? It. Yeah, you can't forget the I'm king. I'm sorry. First name, King. First name, Young, last name, King. First, we want to come against yeah. like that. We have a great fucking personality in the building. He don't get lit, so we getting twice as lit for him. But yes, it don't sir. matter because his personality is just as lit. So he's uh-huh. keeping up either way. Carry the energy yeah, with yeah. him. Either way. So we have a great personality, young King BD in the fucking building. Yes, Welcome, my guy. Appreciate you, my bro. Appreciate the speech, bro. You touch my heart. You make me want to go harder now. I hope so because I, I want to go harder now just from having you in here, dog, and just... Being able to embrace the energy that you carry as a person on some real shit, dog. I, I like I like speaking highly on people. That's just me. I feel like any chance I get to speak highly on somebody, I'm gonna fucking do it, even if I'm overdoing it. Appreciate you, bro. Yo, so and it, I like I appreciate it a lot because like I seen the way you talk about it. Like, you don't care about friending niggas, so for you to say some <laughs> shit like that, I know it's real and genuine, bro. Like, and like I said, I'm shit. speaking biasly, but it's I'm being true to me. Mm-hmm. That's why I started this fucking podcast mm-hmm. so I can speak my truth. Appreciate you. Bro. That's it. So. One thing uh, um, I read about you, right, is that you don't like to put yourself in a genre. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You like to mix R&B, rap, um, Afro beats. Yeah. Um, and drill music. Yeah. So, one, but one thing I do get from your music, right, and yeah. I don't know how many times you've gotten this, is country. Country? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what? That, that, that's not wrong. That's not wrong because you're not the first person to tell me this. I was talking to a different A&R, like in the meeting, and he was like, yo, you know what? 
as much as your music is rap and like there's so much diversity, like I can hear like a country it's pop. Country. It's 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 soul, bro. Like I listen to your music and I know like and don't take this the wrong way when I say this. There are some songs you have where you're not technically on beat, as they would say, but it flows so well because it's soulful. And I know you mean it when at you first say it threw me off. I'm not gonna lie. When I heard those at first it threw me off, but I understand what you're trying to say, you couldn't set it in the little bit of bars that was given mm-hmm. with the beat. That's what I mean. It so you made it something. work. Yeah. It means something. It's not just, I'm not going to skip this bar because the beat don't allow me to. I'm going to allow myself to. You know what's crazy? I've, I actually appreciate you for bringing that up because like, I've done a lot of interviews, a lot of radio shows, and a, lot, and a couple of podcasts, and like nobody's ever mentioned that. But this is always a conversation between me and my engineer and like the people in my band that understand mm-hmm. music. It's like, bro, you are switching between keys. You are going <laughs> off beat, but you are, like, it sounds good. Like yeah. My engineer was telling me, like, yo, listen, I can't stretch this chord longer than this. But the way you're doing this, like it, it don't sound it bad. Yeah, it don't. It, it don't works. sound it don't. bad. But like it's like you're not in the four chord. Like when you rap, like it's not in the four chord. No. But like, it's like it works. It works. That's it what works. I'm saying. But only certain people can make stuff like that work. For somebody who's only been doing this for two, three years and able to find even those little things and it works for them, I feel like that's a genius within itself that needs to be appreciated and recognized. Appreciate mm-hmm. you. There's appreciate a lot of unrecognized genius when it comes to people. Like there's a lot of people who start playing basketball at a late age and become a star. Like Joel Embiid. Yeah. Joel Embiid. You never know yeah. when you become a star. You never know what's your what's for you. You know? True. Do you believe in putting in your 10,000 hours? Have you ever heard that saying? I've heard it, but I can't speak from an intelligent place on it. Elaborate. Like, okay. Intelligent might be... Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Elaborate. Uh, before I say anything, I can't speak. Like, if I speak on that, my understanding of it is so little. Because I feel like it's more of like something I've learned briefly. The 10,000 hour is something I've learned like briefly. So I can't really OD go into it. Like, I have a conversation with you, but I could keep up with a conversation on it. Mm, if that makes sense. Like, I'm you. the type of person that, like, I like to educate and I like to be educated. So I'm saying in this topic, with the 10,000 hour, this is a topic where, like, I would be educated because it's something that I know I'm not ignorant to the topic, but I so, can't. Basically, yeah. <laughs> the Wait. synopsis of ten thousand hours is, in order for, well, from what we've been getting from when we started, is in order for people to give you the true credibility that you deserve as, as, what you're doing and and give you the shine for it, you have to at least put in ten thousand hours worth of effort and work into your craft. That's when you become like an expert and being able to be recognized as somebody who actually do it. Ten thousand hours considers you an expert. I don't know what ten thousand hours look like when it comes to this shit. Yes. How many though? There's twenty four hours in a day. How many days do I have to fucking put work in this shit? Right. Got I got I got I got to go back a little bit, backtrack, and explain the reason why I said I can't speak from an intelligent place. Which probably not the right word, choice of word, but I know. the reason why I don't, I I'm saying you would have to educate me on this because me personally, I don't believe in time. I think time I puts that. you in a box. I love so that. when you said ten thousand hours, it's something that I, I abolished from like my vocabs because that means you have to take you out of so, what you already presupposed. No, because that means I have an expiration date and I have a start and a stop. Mm. 
Okay. So if you're telling me I have to put 10,000 hours in before like I could start getting results, that means no matter what I do, you see that I don't give up or I don't start until 10,000 But when did this 10,000 hours start? It's I don't it doesn't matter what Ex- time it but is. But that's what I'm saying, it wouldn't really matter because when do you consider it starting from the idea from the physical action when you were born? When you were born, you never know when you start Cuz music 000. music is art. That is. Art is not something that's generated generated in an instant it's something that like no matter what kind of arts you do it represents your experience your life so if you're putting that in a 10,000 hour time so are you telling me that, that my music journey started when I first experienced my first heartbreak or when I first experienced my first loss you know because if right. I'm making a heartbreak song it doesn't mean I'm I, I have like I'm going through it right now so okay. when does the 10,000 hours start yeah. and like when is my expiration date? I mean, so since you brought that up, how do you handle heartbreak? Because in, in a lot of your songs, my nigga, <laughs> eh, it's about either you not want to get your heartbreak or that bitch ain't shit, so you ain't going to fuck with her because you don't want your heart broken. <sighs> <laughs> honestly, honestly, like speaking from like an honest place, I'm a very honest person. I like to believe that. It depends on the version of me that you that you're speaking with. Mm. I feel like I'm in a different maturity level now than I was when I used to feel outbreak heavily. Mm-hmm. So back then, the way I handle it is just, I just cave in my feels. Like, you know, I like niggas talk it out. Yeah. Just talk it out. Is that healthy? I don't express how I feel. I don't talk about it. If like, we ain't working no more, like I just move on. Is that healthy though? It depends on what you mean by healthy. I mean, I'm asking personally for self because I do the same thing. It, it, it It's not that it's not healthy. It's that we all go through different stages of emotions. There's people that like when you when you leave a relationship, they start missing you right away. Mm-hmm. Fact. It takes a few months Fact. before you start missing them. So if I, if I break up with you today and I'm fucking another bitch tomorrow, that don't mean I never loved you. Because I might miss you in like two months, but then in two months you might have already moved on. I might mm-hmm. miss you in the middle of me fucking the new bitch. Exactly. Wow. That's very, that's <laughs> Might be thinking about you while I'm like, yo, this it's bitch like, ain't damn, even you. It's like, damn, damn, this pussy She's good. This remind me of this other good pussy I had that was you. No, this shit trash. It's, it's I, like, damn, I, 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 I wish I had before. the other one. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it happened to me before. I definitely thought about my ex wearing some pum pum before. Yeah. It's life. It happens. It nah, don't make me but, less of a man. It don't make me less I of a human. deal with heartbreak is I try not to move on. You try not try to not move, to move on. on. Explain yeah. that. Okay, so I feel like are you familiar with the the saying of love circle? No cycle. Yeah, the circle. cycle. Like yeah. Like a circle, not yeah. cycle. Mm-hmm. Cuz cycle goes so, all around like it could go from stage 1 to stage 2 to stage 3. Circle. There is a stop. Like a bubble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember I told you I don't believe in time. So yeah. I can't confidently tell you nothing Circle's about infinite. long cycle, whatever. Yeah. Cuz I feel like cycle keeps going and going. Until it reaches the final scene and you start all over again. Starting stuff. I don't believe in that. Um, so, I believe... I'm looking at this... Um, what do you call that? The, the uh, painting or the dartboard? The dartboard. The, the dartboard. dartboard. Mm-hmm. So, it's like... There's a center to it and there's an outskirt to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, the way I told you about like me not moving on is I believe... If we were in love at some point, if we fell out of love, it's because we got out of that circle. Mm. so love is not something that's infinite love is not something that has like a start and a stop time it's a place it's, 
it's in spurts. Yeah. Like it's, to me, like it's, it's like enlightenment. Yeah. Enlightenment is not a you don't come to enlightenment and it just lasts forever. You go through enlightened stages. You know, there's mm-hmm. certain moments where you're gonna be more enlightened than others. Yes. But that's just the process. Exactly. So, what I was saying about the love circle is, we could be in love, and you're much close, much closer to like the the center of the circle than I was. But that doesn't mean I don't love you. It just means you feel love harder than I feel, like because you're much closer to it. The moment we step out of the bubble, or like the moment I feel like I could start moving on, but I'm still in love with you, so I can't move on. That. But I could move on because mm. you're not in the circle no more, mm. or that. because we're not closer to the circle no more. Because it's, it's like I have. I mean, everybody have like exes they will go back to. Like, I got people like in my life that is like, yo, you know what? I still love you. It hurts to see you with somebody else, but I want I rather see like, you I'm with somebody cool else. With, I, not fuck that. Like, I don't, I don't, I'd rather see you with nobody else. That's how, that's why I tell you I don't move on. Like, I don't want to see you with nobody else ever. Never. Like, like if I fuck truly that. love yeah, you, feel, like, yo, bro, it's like, it's like, it's like. I want to be the one to move on, but I don't want, I don't ever want to see you to move on. It's not like a fuckboy <laughs> shit to say, but like it's like, bro, if we're like in a breakup and like it's a man shit, we, we, we like like we're in a relationship and we take a break. It's like, bro, I'm fucking shit, but if you fuck somebody, you are gonna break my heart and I ain't never gonna want you back. But Low it key, don't I mean do. like it don't mean like I'm giving Yo, up on you, bro. You know what's fucked up about that, dude? Say that shit. <laughs> Let that same woman still come back to you, the one that broke your heart. In the time of heartache, you might take her back. That's why I was saying love cycle, love circle, not cycle. Yeah. It's like, if we fell out of love, doesn't mean we can't find our way back into that circle. Because to me, love never really technically dissipates. Like, all right, let me elaborate. So I don't believe in hate only because I don't think hate is a real thing. If you really look at it on a, on a technical term. Hate is not the opposite of love. That's it's what not, I believe in. Hate is the absence of love. It's completely different. So it's a matter of when, when love is no longer in a certain vessel, mm-hmm. it's just missing love. It's not filled with hate. It don't long, no longer just become overfilled with hate. No, you're literally just missing love. The minute you become love started being poured back into you, now you understand that that spectrum of it again. But you were just missing it until it's until it comes back from other people. Now think about it as a circle. That's why I'm, that's why I'm agreeing with you in every way because no long no matter how long you go without having love inside of you or flowing throughout you it doesn't mean love stopped doing what it was doing you know it never stopped its process like mm-hmm. with you you never stopped loving that person because you have a personal connection with them. like I could never stop loving somebody that I truly was in love with that you gave yourself to yeah even if like I see you with another nigga it's like like I probably tell myself I'll never touch you. But like deep down I'm wishing You're like lying. Oh, Yeah, but deep down I'm wishing all oh, you find is heartbreak and you come back to me. I right, so what about not saying like I want you back and I'm stuck and I'm waiting. Like I'm moving on too. I'm falling in love again. So what about it's like when I see you again, it's like there was a time and a place where we loved each other. Mm. And I know that place is still there. Fact. Okay. As much as like I'm like, yo, fuck my exes, like I could make a song and be like, yo, fuck that bitch. I like truly mean it. Fuck that bitch. But, but deep like, down. It's like it's also like Fuck that bitch. I want that bitch. So any of, your, any of your um, exes ever know the song was about them? When I make song, I make it specific. I make it direct. <laughs> like, like, 
in my relationship, it's like, I've never actually wrote, hmm, argument is about one person and one person only. Okay. But <laughs> other than that, I've never made a song that's just specifically about one person. Like, the hook could be about you and the verse is not. But the or, situation like, the is, is specific. Not. But when I, yeah, when I'm telling you, um, she don't want my love, but I hit it already. Said she want to fuck and I'm feeling so ready. What's on in my line. tide and I'm swimming so steady. She ain't for the street, she don't got too many. Jenny off the block and I mean it, Evie. Like, all that line is hints, and you know I'm talking about you, because when I say Jenny off the block, it's probably something we talk about a lot. So you ever been, <laughs> co- you ever been confronted? A lot. Like, um, like, honestly, bro, I don't be following my exes, but, like, they still be supporting my music. So it's like, oh, uh, like I had one, like one of my exes. I mean, I only have one ex, but like I have, like I've been in like situations for a long time. I still consider my exes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like she hit me up, like, yo, you know what? This is a beautiful song, and I know it's about me, but like you don't gotta text me back or nothing. I just want you to know, like, keep going, like you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like on yeah. some and I'm just like, oh, okay. There <laughs> but, like, deep down, like I want to re- express myself, but it's like you know what, like. Fuck, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> but like not fuck you, but like fuck you. You know, like like life goes on, but like I never like I never move on from a breakup. Like never. I just but have, like I don't I don't be sitting there jealous and thinking about you though. That's the thing. Nah, but I have one deep question real quick, right? So you say you don't move on, right? And you always you you give you don't move on because you give so much of you to that person. But what about in five years when you're no longer any pieces of that person you gave to them? But here's the thing. It's not that I don't move on. It's that like I'm an artist. Everything reminds me of you. Like if I'm making a song, like the song makes itself. If you play me a slow beat, that, that beat instrumental could take me back to the time I was with this person. And There's then, a certain sound. Yeah, back. Like, like it's like sonically, it's like music takes you back in time so I can never move on as an artist. It's like sometimes music takes me back to like 10 years when I was in high school. And it's like some shit I want to talk about. Like days where I had Jordans in my ho- holes in my Jordans. It's like, I can't move on from that, those moments. No matter what. Like, I think I'm starting to get your, your, your yeah. pattern of thinking now. I'm starting to get this yeah, time it, isn't real thing. Time yeah. doesn't exist. It's like, like here's how I think about it. Let, let's go a little different to time doesn't exist. And then the conversation will make more sense. And this is probably going to get deeper for a lot of people because I know a lot of people start, struggle with like mental, mental issue. So imagine we're on a 12-hour clock. And you're depressed at one o'clock. You're happy at two o'clock. At three o'clock, you're nonchalant. Four o'clock, you might be happy again. Five o'clock, you could be depressed again. So time is not a start and an end. It's so much of something that's infinite. But always, there will be a glimpse of love, glimpse of peace, freedom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, if you're feeling like depressed and you're feeling sad or like you're going through a bad breakup at this moment... It doesn't mean it's going to stay like that because time is not like a start and an expiration. It's more of like a phase. This is now. It's, it's, a it's, like, it's like a day and night. Yeah. Like you can't ride. really put numbers on a day and night. You could calculate when it's going to be what, not. But really, it will always be day and it will always be night. It will always be done. It will always be this. So it's like whatever you're feeling, there's opposite of it somewhere else. If you're deeply in love with someone... There will be a time in your life where you will not be deeply in love with them. But that doesn't mean you won't come back to this phase of being deeply in love yeah, with them. Do you believe in um, parallel universes? Somewhat. Because to me, that's kind of like that. It's like in one dimension or one universe, you're deeply in love. and In another universe, you're going through something, but you're swapping phases back and forth. In a way, like I don't like to believe in something I can't fully confidently express myself. 
Do you amazing. really have a degree in chemistry? Yeah, I have a degree in biochemistry. I graduated with cell and molecular biology with a degree in biochemistry. And I was double majoring in medical lab science and biochemistry. But during COVID era, I started making music. And like I was supposed to do an internship for a year in got in hospital. But I didn't want to do it because the COVID was crazy and like you know, I was living at home. And like I already had a degree in biochemistry. I finished all the requirement for the medical science. It was just an internship. So I didn't do that, but I did graduate with biochemistry. You one of them smart ass niggas and be like, you know what? I'm bored. Let's try something different. <laughs> nah, facts. 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 Like, like bro, the, the way the way the way my music journey started is exactly like that, bro. Me and my bro was in the studio, like not even the studio. We was in the in my dorm. And like he was telling me, like, yo, bro, like I got the FL studio, you wanna rap? And like on some shit, this is the first time I ever said this, like on like online and shit. It's like he played a boogie, this is my shit. You yeah. know? And then I started freestyling to it, and then he was like, yo, this shit sound good. We should start freestyling more. And then I started saying, so like, can freestyle? Nah, I don't ah. like to freestyle. I make my music from freestyle. The reason why I don't like to freestyle is because my mind is never in, like, on the same page with my thoughts. Mm. So, like, if I freestyle, I'm going to say some shit I don't want to talk about. Because I don't like to put stuff in my music that could be used against me or, like, the stuff that, like, I can never move on from. You know mm. what I'm saying? It's like the, I've experienced some things that like I never put on my music until I'm comfortable with it. Like you that. said, if you listen to like things I should have said, I said a lot of things. If you really paid attention to it, let's break that down a little bit because there's some stuff I want to talk about on that real quick. It's it's quick, but I just want to touch on it real quick. Most importantly, oh, my fuck, fuck, it hurts. The the African proverb, mm-hmm. like um, because you're really good at making simple shit in depth. Mm-hmm. The African African proverb is simple as uh. Da, 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 da. Are you familiar with the African uh, proverb that goes? No, it's no not d- even that. Is um the African proverb is there's there's no difference between a wise man and a fool when, when he they falls fall in, in love. love. Yeah, and elaborate on that a little bit through your experiences. It's the same. You, I could tell you're a very intelligent person, which means you have wisdom within based off the path that you walk. Mm-hmm. But at what point do you feel like? Even when you were being a fool, you still end up in the same circumstances. It goes back to the whole idea of love is not a cycle, it's a circle. No matter how smart you are, you will fall in that hole. It's like you never know if a rabbit hole belongs to a rabbit or like a fox. Mm. Until you in a hole. hole. <laughs> like you could go in the hole to try to go catch a rabbit. Like if a rabbit just jumped in the hole, you go in the hole, it's like, yeah, I got him now. I'm yeah. going to burn him out. And then you try to burn it on, and then a fucking python comes out of it. Mm. Like a wise man, the wisest person would be a fool when it comes to love. Facts. And if you can't be a fool, then you can never love. That's how you. Because love is not. It's not just an emotion. It's nothing logical it's a about place. love. Love yes. is a place. Like no matter how smart you are, no matter how intelligent you are, you're still a human. Most powerful people, men in the world, fall victim to pussy. Yes. And um, I do a lot of illogical shit for pussy. Most men do a lot of logic bullshit for pussy. Listen, the moment you start feeling like, you know what, I don't want to do this because it's stupid. I don't want to be in love with this girl. Show it's because you're like you're not in love. But once you fall in that circle and you, you start sinking, yeah, you don't question it. Being in love is scary as fuck, but magical at the same fucking time. Loving is good. Being in love is scary because what do you call being in love? For me personally, I was having a conversation with somebody that I'm messing with. Uh, it's like. How can you say you're not in love with me if you want to do a lot of things with me? Mm. It's like, it's because I love you. I'm not in love with you because I won't tell you my deepest secret. 
I don't tell you, I'll just only tell you the basic stuff. I don't tell you stuff that makes me vulnerable. And the moment you start sharing stuff that makes you vulnerable is the moment you are deeply in love. Mm. Which is why a wise man can turn into a fool. But isn't that just pillow talking? You, what? Isn't that just pillow talk? That's not pillow talk. Nah, it's That's a not difference. pillow talk. Because like, for example, now you do music, right? You mentioned something, I don't know if I can mention it on the thing, but you were saying you were doing big things. Imagine sharing a plan with somebody you were fucking with. So And I, then... Y'all end up breaking up and now a stranger with your secrets. Let's say, for example, you get like an opportunity to sign like a big deal that could take this to like the highest height and you missed out on it and you were sad and down about it and you express it with somebody that you're in love with, <clears throat> right? And then y'all break up. That's a secret they could use against you. Honestly, I'm at a point from my experiences where even if I'm in love with somebody and I'm with you, I don't tell you the things... That's gonna determine my future until it's a reality. But exactly, but that that's that's what I'm telling you though. In my definition, you're not in love with the person. Because I mean, if you are I'm in love cool. with the person, you never like love is so plain and simple that like if you're in love with somebody, you're like a you're not even like a book. You're just at the table like they they own all of you. Exactly. When somebody's so, in love with you and you're in love together, you it's like one. You so where's that one. balance in loving somebody and being in love with them and also loving yourself as well too? Self-control. Because that, that's where I'm saying. Like, that's why I don't speak on things even with my loved one until it's a reality. I mean, Especially yeah, when it, it comes also to goes, major things to my future. Goes, it also goes... Okay, so there's, there's another saying that like, I like to live by. Power of thinking, power of thought, um, which is thoughts, mm-hmm. power of speech, and power of presence. If you have something going on for you and you speak on it, you never know what the other person's thought is. Let's say you tell your bro about like, a job you got offered and it's like yo man this nigga's about to be up he's about to be bowling man fuck i wish that was me bro damn bro this nigga's gonna flex on me and leave me behind and shit you know what i'm saying and like the his thoughts could affect your opportunity just because he wishes you bad you never know mm-hmm. what what kind of like i hate to say this but you never know what kind of angels around them no you know and sometimes even the closest people you just subconsciously if you have bad wish intentions you bad. for you just because of the where they stand in life to make it called a bad mind yeah Exactly. exactly that's just all it is yeah but sometimes like i said most times it's a reflection of their own environment yeah like it's easy to throw in the story like throw hate around or or throw any type of shade around when it's already in your ball court you know it's already in your environment it's already you feel like hate is already thrown at you so it's easier to throw it because it's what you already know but what you know and what you are doesn't always define you as a person mm. action they say action speaks louder than words, but sometimes action can be deceiving. Facts. And words can be full of lies. Facts. And it all goes back to a wise man being a fool. Mm-hmm. Somebody could, like, you could be in love with, like, a girl, Everly, and she's playing you super Everly. But you can't see none of it. But you can't see none But of that's why I said, as intelligent as you get, you only learn you're still just a fool. Yeah. The wisest man is a fool to something. Nobody's um all smart. That's why, like, they call God, like, the most high. It's like he knows all. No other man knows all. Like a a strong physicist, a physicist, ah, <laughs> physicist, <laughs> a strong physicist could not might not be that good at like biology. And like you have to educate them, which is why I was also mentioning like there's some topics I'm strong on that I could educate people on, and there's some topic that I like to be educated on. I respect because nobody's all knowing. It's like we could have a if we could have like a deep conversation. 
It's like you're somebody that's special to me because it's like now it's like I could teach you some shit and I can learn and I can from observe you. and mm-hmm. listen because sometimes you talk to people and they only hear you they don't listen to you because mm-hmm. before you finish the conversation they already responded. Hey, How Jamaican- can you listen to me if you just responded to me right Fact. away? Like Jamaican say, go in one ear and come out the other. Yeah, Africans say it too. Yo, it's funny because everybody says that. Nah, Africans and Jamaicans are so fucking common and similar with their mm-hmm. culture in so many ways. Like my cousin, she married somebody from Cameroon. And I'm like, it's to the point. He loved the Jamaican culture so much that at times you think he's the Jamaican one on some real shit. But it's because his culture made it easy for him to assimilate to what he was from the knowledge he was missing. So him dating my cousin, he got the knowledge that he was missing from the culture. So he was able to dive in there once he understand things a little bit more. Exactly. And then my cousin became a little bit more African because it's like sometimes you get tired of your own culture after a while. You want to dive into certain ones a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And then when you get that inside perspective of it, it's just so easier to really take it on as your own. But then you don't realize it's easy because I've already been practice, practicing some of the things that they've already been practicing just in our manner. What was your biggest culture shock when you came to this country? Culture shock? Racism. Mm. Good Racism. one. Racism. It's like, where I grew up, color was never a problem. You see a white man, you're happy to see a white man. You tell all your friends and everybody about seeing a white man. Then I got to America. And then it's like, even in Africa, it's like you say, my nigga, my nigga, this. We never know what that shit means. I mean, I didn't know. The people I was grew- I grew up around didn't know. We just say, nigga, like, it's like, yo, it's a cool thing that, like, black people say in America. Niggas put their pants on their waist and they say, yo, my nigga, what's up? That was the question I was going to ask and you, And then it's too. like... You get to America and it's like, you know what? This person treats me different because of the color of my skin. Like nigga means something here. Yeah. It's, it's like it's, it's like like it's like like even like the bad words, like fuck up, like we throw that shit around like like it's not a bad word. We don't say when fuck I was up. Growing we don't up. say fuck up here. We probably say fuck off. No, like, like no 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 like I fucked up. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. all right. Cause fuck yeah. up so like some true African shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is, it is some true African <laughs> shit, but like it's, it's more like it's more like it's more like yeah, like you you fucked up. Fucked up. Yeah. And it was funny, like even with the word nigger, right? Like we as as on the Western side, like we're here trying to culture and teach ourselves that the origination of that word is from African descendant. It's from the word negus. So now it's it's funny how you coming from what we call the homeland. And you don't even, you never understood the, the real meaning of what nigga meant over here. And we over here is trying to assimilate to that word so bad that we gravitated back to the homeland for this original definition. Do you want to know why that's the case? Why? Because they only take, teach colonization. They don't teach racism in, in school in Africa. Mm. Mm. They tell you about how the white people come. But they ain't never tell you about what they did to those people and how they treat them. Like I, when I was in, I, maybe I have like a gap in my memory, but like I've never learned about racism. It was always colonization. We nah, were colonized right. by the British. We yes, you're right. We gained independent in this time, but it was never like, oh, yeah, we know we were slaves, but it was never like, okay, nigger is like, are we dead. still slaves? Yeah. Are we still enslaved? And yeah. how? Yeah, like, like I feel like, in general, freedom is impossible to achieve. Peace of mind is possible. It's like, freedom is not a topic that's discussed from a racism perspective. Mm. It's discussed, uh, discussed from a colonization perspective. A national There's perspective. There's a difference between those two yes. if you really think about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You can colonize something, take over something. Because it, it, it almost made it sound 
cool. It's like a game. In a bad way. You know how like, you were saying like champagne wishes make yeah. you want to dance, but you know it's a sad word? Because yeah. like, when they tell you about colonization, you're like, okay, yeah, the white people came, they colonized us, but it almost seems like they colonized us, but like they, they also freed us. So like right. they kind of blessed us in a way because like the way it's taught is like they bring Western cultures and Western stuff and like you learn, but then they took people as slaves to go work for them, which is like, and even in Africa, like slavery is, it's practice. Mm. It's like you own people. Like there's people that own people they that want work to feel like in the masters. House. Yeah, and they treat them like a slave. It's like you wash, you cook, you clean for the whole family, and like they don't pay you shit because they own you. They just feed you. That's, That's crazy. it. it I actually it's hope. very common among, amongst the rich. All right, on a scale of one to ten, how emotional are you? I try to think I'm a I'm a lot. I'm very logical because. I try to think I'm not human. Human and emotional being, so I'd say 10. But I don't cave in my feelings. It's something I had to learn since I was little. Never to cave in my feelings because it never helped. So how emotionally attached do I get? I'd say like a six. Mm. That's a, that's a good how balance. Much, how much do I express my emotions? 10 all out the, of 10. All the time. 10 out of 10. Like I used to like <clears throat> when I was a little, a lot younger. I used to like, you know what, somebody do something that pissed me off, it's like, all right, fuck it. But now you do something that pissed me off, I'll talk about it. I want to have a conversation about it. You know, I want to find a way to move forward or to move apart. Mm. And like, I'm very emotional when it comes to like talking about my feels, which is something that's helped my music a lot. So for somebody who don't drink or smoke, you talk about drugs a lot in your music or make drug reference. A few times. Because you, you talked about drawing an Adderall a few times. Yeah. Adderall, Adderall is not really considered a Based on how much you use it, it can't be. You said, <laughs> I went to school with white people. <laughs> everything, everything is a drug. That Adderall line doesn't really... Okay, so here's something about my music also. It's not always directly about me. And I'm going to break it down like this for you in that verse. And then you're going to understand it now. So the, the chorus is two is two hooks. It's supposed to be repetitive, but because it was so offbeat, like we were saying, we make shit work. I was like, you know what? I'm a, I will make this part about the person and this part about the me. Mm. So when I said slowly losing me, but I'm holding on, drowning in my pain, it's all matter all. Taking all these pills, I might just OD. Oh no, well I need some more. Like that part is not even about love. It's about somebody that I know, like when I was in college, and somebody that like I was messing with when I was in college, and it's like they need Adderall to focus. Like it's like they were doing pharmacy. Like a girl, she's doing pharmacy, but like she kind of have like ADHD, so she had to take Adderall all the time. Mm. So it's like it's like she doesn't like it, but she has to. It's a difference when you have to. Yeah. Compared to when you have to, you're doing it by yeah. choice. So now mm-hmm. listen. Now listen to this. So I said, slowly losing me, but I'm holding on, drowning in my pain. It's all matter all. Taking all these pills, I might just OD. Oh, no. Well, I need some more. And then it goes through. All my life, I've been chasing dreams. Mm-hmm. So after I said that, I'm like, you know what? I'm referencing this person. But then I want to talk about myself. Oh. But then it didn't line up. So I was like, you know what? After when I need some more, let me make it personal about myself. That's why I said, well, I need some more. Fell in love again. Did she tear me down? Got another boo. She won't call me back. Singing all these songs like I'll be okay. Nah, won't be okay. Mm. Well, I need someone. So I made a verse about myself so I could mm. do the first verse. And then that first chorus, I put it back to the second verse to talk about the person. 
So he basically used. And then say, I was like, "Yo, she a smoochie, yeah, I know it." So basically, you're saying your song and your music have some type Sometimes. of resolution to it. Yeah, I understand why you. And you do, are the resolution. Why you do singles? Now. <laughs> what? I get this singles thing now because you put so much into one song. Yeah, yeah. Like just now, you explained for about three minutes one small part of the song. That's what I'm saying. He makes simple shit deep. It's for everything's for a reason. You should have seen how many it. verse I wrote to Champagne Wishes. At least five verse for like the second verse. Really? Yes. That didn't make the cut. I was just, I was like, no, no. It's not because it's not good. It's there was a verse I wrote that was too emotional. I didn't want to share something like that. I wasn't comfortable. I wasn't in a comfortable space to share that verse. And there's another verse that was just like it was more like shots. I was throwing shots at somebody. Mm. Not rap beef. But yeah, like, but it was it's like, like it's too personal. Yeah. And there's another verse that like I like the rhythm, but I didn't like like the cadence and like the way it was flowing. Mm. And there was another verse where it's like I wrote it, but I felt like I could do better. You a nitpicky ass motherfucker. I am, bro. I am, bro. I am, bro. And like in all my songs, I like to leave space of like if somebody is listening to this song, they're like, you know what? This is not like a Kendrick Lamar bar, but this is deeper than that. Because if you really listen to it, bro. It's deeper than that. I say a lot of shit that's like basic and could fly over your ears, but then when I break the lyric down to you, then you're going to be like, damn. Because I was like, all my life I've been chasing dreams. No one's there when the sorrow beams. That got nothing to do with love. I have nothing to do with love. Because if you think about it like this, it's like, fell in love again, did she tear me down? Got another boo when she... And then I go to, no one's there when, when the sorrow beams. It's a lonely road when you're for the shore. So even when so it's like <laughs> fell in love again. It's like all my life I've been chasing dreams. No one's there when the sorrow beams. Lonely road when you aim for the shore. It's like there's nobody there to help you when you're going through some shit. Mm. You could go to therapy, but therapy don't help when the pain still burns. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you you, go to therapy. Therapy. you have to go through it alone. And it goes back to the part where I was telling you, like when you go through depression or whatever, it's it's just a phase. Like today you could feel good and tomorrow you're gonna feel good, but that doesn't mean because you don't feel good today that tomorrow's not gonna be better. No one's there when the sorrow beams. And plus, I learned from like a like a physics standpoint is whenever the sun shines too long, it has to rain eventually. Exactly. Yep. The drought is coming. If like the drought is coming. Like, raining, raining comes have after. To. Like there's literally that's the balance. And you know what? What else also works with that? They said the darkest right after the darkest part of the night. You know what comes after? The brightest, the brightest part of the day. Dawn. 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 You're right. Uh, you're before, right before like even like the brightest sunlight comes you're right so they, that's why I'm telling you the stages of shit just cause it's sunny right now doesn't mean like few seconds it can't be dark but that's why I changed so little clips happen and then let's go back to like the whole deep lyrics things cause when I said I lay flat on my back staring on my spaceship remember the song you said is your favorite song yeah I lay flat on my back staring on my spaceship I see stars in the cloud fell in love with the darkness like the lyrics are deeper but it's simple if you really listen like I lay back staring I lay flat on my back, stand on my spaceship. I'm not talking about no ship. I'm talking about somebody that's like on top of me. Mm. Not necessarily in a sexual way, but, but like I'm looking at you. But they're taking you to another dimension. Exactly. They, like they're not really. I lay flat on my back, stand on my spaceship. I never want to lay flat on my back. Why? Because when you lay flat on your back, you're down. Ooh. Mm. Facts. And then I said, I see stars in the cloud. I fell in love with the darkness. When you see a star, there's a dark part to it. You only can see the stars when it's dark mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. Yes. But what happens when you don't see this, when you don't look at the star, but you fell in love with the darkness? It's because I said, I lay flat on my back, stand on my spaceship, meaning I'm like in the you're place down. where it's like this person or this thing is holding me back. Yeah, you're down. And I'm seeing my future. 
but I'm also falling in love with the stage that I'm in at the moment. It's like I'm not like it's like it's like I can't take my craft seriously because I'm in love or I love this person and they don't want me to do certain stuff. So I lay flat on my back, stand on my spaceship, like me, and I'm defeated because there's somebody on top of me. I'm standing on my spaceship. The person is my spaceship. Mm. I see stars in the cloud. This is my future. This is where I want to be. I want to be among the stars. But I'm falling in love with the darkness because the spaceship is dark. It can't be as bright as the star. Facts. And you think? And I'm telling you, it's a solar eclipse. Took my breath away. It's like I'm <laughs> between light and darkness. Darkness. And you so literally... like the sky is falling. Adrenaline is rushing. Mm. Like I gotta move, do something now because like it feels like I'm being overwhelmed as I'm laying flat on my back. But when you just straight up listen to our lyrics, you're like, okay, it just sounds. It, it, just sounds, it, it sounds like it makes sense. But then, like, it sounds simple, but when you think about it, like, laying flat on your back, when you're defeated, think about wrestling. I was a wrestler, mm-hmm. and that's where the, the lyric come from. Oh, I lay flat on my back. You, as never. a wrestler, you don't want to go to sleep on your back. You never, like, if you're in the gym, you don't do nothing on your back. Because you want to build that you're on your mentality. Back, you're pinned. It's over. Game over. So when I'm telling you, I lay flat on my back, stand on my spaceship, you're, like, you're on top of me. Like, you holding me back from, like, you, you don't want to stare at your state spaceship. You want to be in your yeah. space. Oh, so your back is turned to, her back no. is turned to the stars while you're looking at I'm it. Looking but at because her. she's right in front of you, she's holding you back all yes. the way from it. That's why I fell in love with the darkness, because the, the, the spaceship is she's the darkness. The no, the solar eclipse is the fact that, like, there's a light behind the darkness. And that's what I'm saying. She's like the version of the eclipse. And yes. she she's get, forming the eclipse. And if she gets yes. up, she will, she will reveal the light. That's why I was like, the sky is falling, adrenaline is rushing in. Like everything's coming together. Like there's so much pressure on me. It's like I gotta make a decision. Adrenaline kicks in. When adrenaline kicks in, you got it. Like it's time to go or it's time to like just. So it's more like a personal ultimatum. Yeah. So it's like, all right. So I- like that verse, the reason why it's my favorite song, the song is my favorite song, it's because it's so simple that like you might not feel it. But if I ever get the chance to talk to you about the song, you're going to understand what I mean by, like, I lay flat on my back, standing on my spaceship. I see stars on the cloud, fell in love with the darkness. It's a solar eclipse. Took my breath away. Mm-hmm. The sky is falling. Adrenaline is running. And then I said, I don't see nobody ahead. I don't see nobody ahead of me when you're laying on top of me. I literally just broke it down. Like, the same shit I just said in, like, it's a different that. way. It's like reading a storybook. And then, like, your teacher started explaining it. It's like, I don't see no one ahead of me when you're laying on top of me. So everything you say have purpose. There's no random bar that I you ever do. I don't do random there. bars. I do quality, not quantity. I don't rush my music. I take my craft very seriously. Cause like if I'm in a room, I could tell you about every single thing and why every single thing is like that. I just broke down two two different songs for you. Yes. And we're going to already now, and then it's a whole different story. Cause the first part already is about me being like, you know what, fuck that bitch. And then the other part is like, damn, nah, I'm just playing. Cause I'm like, she don't want my love, but I hit it already. Said she want to fuck and I'm feeling so ready. What's on in my tide and I'm swimming so steady. She ain't for the street, she don't got too many. Jenny off the block and I mean it. And be like, I already fuck, I don't got a trip. But then I was like, don't leave me alone or cast me aside. Keep calling my phone, I'm feeling your vibes. You making me tingle, feeling amazing. Just up in my wave, I want it contagious. Like I'm in a different space. I mm. want you to be in my space with me. Mm. But then he's like, yo, fuck that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but then he's like, nah, don't leave me alone. Nah. I'm just playing, bro. I'm just playing. <laughs> like, yo, like, yeah. Yo, why is this shit acting over <laughs> It gotta be me at this point, bro. I ain't even gonna blame you. <laughs> yo. Nah, it's all good. It, it's, nah. it's your audio's perfect either. Nah, way. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna mess with it. Yeah, your audio's perfect either way. Alright. Um, Wait, well, go ahead. Transition real quick. Wait, I wanted to ask this question as well. Too, At least say transition. I'm sorry. Way. I'm sorry. But right. I wanted to just ask this question because like you said, you're not somebody who, who 
you're not somebody who do drugs themselves, but you can speak on the situations how people use it. But no, I not necessarily speak on situations how people use it. It's just I can speak on people around me. Because okay. I'm an artist. I could paint a picture. It doesn't matter what picture you I You step paint. in their shoes. Yeah. All right. So the, from your perspective, at what point would you say drinking, smoking, or any type of drugs that people do is a form of escapism? At what point? Mm-hmm. Is it right away? Is I'll, it like... I'll tell you this, but it's probably a lot deeper than this. The point where doing drugs or like forget let, let's not do doing drugs. The 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 point where switching, trying to like cave in your fields to avoid being outside mm. where it hurts mm. is the point where you're ODing. Mm. Cause I see my friends smoke a lot. We in the club, you smoking, but like. But then when niggas is high, niggas is high. That's when when you're overdoing it. Mm. When it's overdosed, that's when you, it's an escape. The healing process is just a transition phase, bro. Facts. That's yeah. like at one point that you truly in love. Like when you're deeply in love. Like when you feel like that person is the person you want to spend the rest of your life with. I've only been in love once. I, don't, I, I can't say fully I've been in love, but like I feel like I've experienced love for a certain amount. Like a glimpse of like deeply in love. Um, nah, fuck all of that. Better, I've been in love a couple of times. That How shit hurts. How well have you been loved growing up? <laughs> it's a good question. And just to put it straight out there, like my family is everything. Like they loved me. I, I felt loved throughout my whole childhood from my father, my mother, my siblings. But I said it's a good question because... Like I said, music takes you back in time. There's some things, like, once you, once I love something, I can never get over it. There's a moment in my life where I feel like I was the happiest, and then it transitioned to my darkest times. And that's what I'm going to speak about in my music. And that's something I'm trying to overcome now. I, I would say I've overcome it, and I'm comfortable enough to speak on it in my music. And I'm comfortable enough to record the music and feel like, you know what, I'm going to put it out. Fuck it. Because, mm. like, I was having a conversation with one of my bros, and he said, Bro, you put too much feelings in your song. I'm like, Fuck it. Like, ever since something happened, I promised to never cave in my feels. Because it never helped. Like, I told you, like, we were saying, like, mm. the, the part where you feel the escape is when you're, like, overdoing it. Like, when you're deep into, like, trying to, like, trying to be high, and you're super high. And you're high all the time. Every day you spend all your money on being high. That's when you're, it's an escape. escape. But then, escape to what? So then that's doing the it again. <laughs> Escape to nowhere. That, that's what I'm saying, to yeah. doing it again. Yeah. Exactly. And, then, and then the day you start being high, you see that your life is fucked than it was before. Or you're better. Or you got, no, or you got to start all over again. That's what I'm saying. To, you me, can never to escape me, it's only a, a start over. Yeah. Because the moment you stop, let's say like you lost your job and you started fucking smoking or whatever. Let's say somebody, you lose somebody and you started drinking high, you don't start moving on. And there's no healing from losing somebody, by the way. Let's just throw that out. You never heal. Yeah. You, just, you just learn to is process a, it better Healing is on. a term that they use to make you feel better. It's a feel-good term. But it's not. The only thing that heals is wounds. And even wounds leaves scars. Facts. But, like, anything that's mental never heal. If you ever experience depression, if you ever experience a heartbreak, you will never heal from it. But there are better days that would come. That's why I say sometimes when certain things are meant to break you, but that doesn't mean you're broken forever. Mm -hmm. It just shows the signs that you've been broken. Exactly. But you're becoming something better. It's kind of like a phoenix rising from its ashes. Like, okay, let me ask you a question now. You have a chance 
to speak to God. Do you believe in God? Something. <laughs> Let's um, okay. If, right, if you have an opinion, no. Simplistically speaking, I do believe in a higher being. being. Okay. Yes. Okay. You do believe. Do you believe in God? Mm-hmm. This is a question for you too. Mm-hmm. If you could ask God something, what would, if you could have a conversation with God, what's one thing that you would focus on? You go first. Don't overthink this. I already got it. All right, go ahead. How much of a reflection am I of him? Okay. You. What's the purpose of life? Those are good questions. But if you ask me, like, if I get a chance to talk to God, what would I ask him? What would you ask What him? would the conversation be about? I'd just be like, thank you. That's it. Because God doesn't give... Mm. It tests you. It, gives it made me you feel like a dickhead. It gives you, it before it gives you a lesson. It made me feel shit about my answer. Cause no, it's not about feeling shit. I know shit. that. I'm just, yeah. I'm just talking Cause, shit. Cause here's the thing. I, I'm a Muslim, and I truly, I do my best to practice the Islamic religion. It requires a lot of discipline. It's yes. hard to like, um, practice it, especially if you have a lot going on in your life. But you always make time. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's isn't like, that when people turn to the Muslim religion the most when they have the most going on in their life? From what I've seen. No, I'm not. I'm not saying like not trouble. you specifically. Not yeah, you yeah, specifically. I'm just talking about like a general thing. Yeah, yeah. It's not. I'm not talking about like going on like trouble. Like let's say you work twelve hour shifts. Well, where is the time to pray? You have to pray five times a day as a Muslim. Mm-hmm. Let's say you have so much jobs and you have so much responsibility. Sometimes it falls out. It's not everybody can make time with their life. And in the Quran, it's like you're supposed to make time for God. But, like, there's just certain realities that it's, it's impossible. Imagine having a single mm-hmm. mother of, like, four kids and, like, you're trying to make the prayers every time and you still got to go work and your bus is like, nah, yeah. you can't leave. You know what I'm saying? So it's, like, certain situations you can't do that. But, like, going back to my answer why I would say thank you is because I believe in, like, ever since I was young, this is the first, not the first, but this this was my go-to quote or saying in Al-Qur'an. It's, it's like, we come from Allah and one day we shall return to him. Mm-hmm. So he gives and take. So I would not ask him anything about life, because life is him and he is life. Mm. I would just be thankful for life. Dust to I'll dust, ash to ashes. I'll be grateful for everything, and it's only because of the experience, the thing, the things I've experienced, the lessons it's given me after a test. Do you believe that there's uncertainty in not knowing? I believe sometimes not knowing is the best thing. It's the best answer. It's like a lot of people are in a situation, in different situations. This applies to different situations. You could be in a situation where it's like you need a solution, but sometimes the solution is not to find a solution. That's why I'm like, yo, you know what? I don't. I'm not worried about moving on from my relationship. I'm not worried about like moving on from like love. I'm just here to live. Well, experience. Whatever happens, happens. Yeah. This is how I experience it. Yeah. Let me just go through it. Yeah. Like, I'm never afraid to, like, face a problem. I'm never afraid to take a risk. I'm never afraid of a competition. Like, it is a lot of things that, like, I'm not afraid of. Like, I, I do things from, like, an angle of, like, you know what? Let's do it. Let's if, do it. Let's do it intensely. If we're going to do it, let's not just talk about it. Let's do it intensely. If you grew up in America, do you think you still think this way? No. But if I grew up in Nigeria, I probably wouldn't think this way either. Mm. Reason why I don't make Afrobeats. So that's why having you coming at the age that you came here is actually more significant than it comes off of how your music is the way it is today. Yes. So that I was actually had that question. I was just like, why why not just do Afrobeats? Because I am not just African. I am not African American. 
I am. I solely represent African. I'm gonna be honest with you. You're the first African that even said anything close to them being African American. Yeah, the reason why I said I'm not African American is because, as much as being a Nigerian is part of my culture, and it's part of who I am, living in America is also being part of who I am. Like I said, racism, something as simple as that, being able to like learn to survive, what to do and what not to do, how to stay out of trouble, what friends to make and what friends not to make, when to get away from when niggas is tapping tables because you know it's about to start, mm. shots about to start flying, when to not throw dice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's part of who I am now. So, like, I'm not just African anymore. Like, if I was African, I wouldn't be able to speak fluently like this. Like, the culture of difference make me different person because I was able to apply both cultures. Mm. Like I said, I'm doing music. That's something a lot of African um, Amer- African Americans would do, or, like, black Americans, or, like, Americans in general would do. But then I also have a degree in biochemistry. Not a lot of people do that. A lot of people, when they find, like, their passion is something they just chase their passion for me mm-hmm. I wanted a balance it's something I've always wanted when I was little is to be a doctor if I say fuck it I don't want to do music today I'm on the path to still be a doctor because mm, if, path, you, if you happen to divert any day I still you have never stopped I still have I never like I told you like anything I do I do intensely I compete intensely I'm, I do everything intensely African. but not at any cost you're a true African yes like I'm being there. Yeah. That. No, no, I, I don't I'm, know no, what you I'm mean like by everything that. that you're saying right now. I see that in my cousin-in-law, and yeah. you're a fucking true African. Like you're yeah. dead ass. Like I'm not gonna waste my money in it now, nigga. I'm gonna find a way to make it work for me later, nigga. Or I'm gonna make it work for what I'm doing in life now. Exactly. I'm gonna find a way to find benefit yeah. of what I put time in before I'm doing what I'm now. Yes. Yes. So going back to that, like I'm, I'm the type of person. Like I don't care what you're doing, bro. You could, like, let's say we're playing. Me, let's do music. Like, I believe music, I'm competing with everybody. Niggas don't like to say they do competition. Like, bro, you better work hard because I'm working hard. I ain't chopping <laughs> out here. Like, I'm telling Drake, like, yo, nigga, you going to pass the touch? I'm coming for the If spot. you don't pass the touch, I'll take it. Facts. Because I'm working hard. So it's a competition. We don't do rivalries, though. That's how them UK no niggas be talking, yo. What? That's how them UK niggas be talking. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Them niggas be coming with all the smoke. They want all the smoke, but like, it's like, like with respect at the same yeah, time. Bro. But they're just letting you know, nigga, I ain't here to just wait for you to hand it to me, nigga. Nah, if yeah. you ain't listening and listening, I'm going to take that shit before you even realize. Like, you know what Tupac said? When we start knocking on the door and they don't open the door, when we come back again, we're going to start banging on the door. <laughs> and when we banging on the door, they can't help us. We're going to start kicking it down. Ooh, and next thing you know, we're looking for bazooka. Because mm. we're going to get in no matter what. And that's why I always tell my niggas, listen, we're competing to win intensely. But not at any cost. Not at any cost. Not at any cost. I'm not gonna if lose. If it cost me my things. peace, I would not do it. Like if I mean if I feel like I'm chasing music and like I'm passionate about it and I'm really putting my all in it, but I can't find peace in it, that might be a moment for me to say, you know what, this is not something peaceful for me. It doesn't have to do with like war, like gang rivalries, all that. But just peace, you know what I'm saying? Like so inner let me peace. Ask you this question real quick. Let me ask you this question real quick. Um fuck it lost. Talk I lost it. Fuck. Yeah, let me finish yeah. the thing then. So it's like, when I'm doing something, when I say like, we in this music, we're competing intensely, we don't do no rivalries. I don't think you're my rivals, but just know, if you're working music and you're putting something out, I'm putting something out to be number one. If you're not putting something out to be number one, then you're not a competition. Facts. If you want to be number one, then you're a competition. I'm not rivaling with you though. Meaning, but we in competition. You want to know the difference between rivalry and competition? What's the difference? Comparisons. And you know what comparison does? The death of all individuals. It's the killer of joy. Facts. And what did I tell you about not at any cost? 
Well, not at the cost of what? Not at my peace. peace. Yes. Mm. And what's peace? Joy and peace, right? All right. So oh, I got my question back now. Yeah. So, just for um, just for wording purposes, do you believe in making sacrifices for your art? Always. I'm here because I made a sacrifice today. I might not talk about it right now, but mm. there's a lot of sacrifices that got me here today. Not in general, like life, but just in this yeah. room. Yeah, I made sacrifices to be here. Both of us. Yeah. yeah exactly. Okay. Because yeah. I was going to ask, because you said you don't believe in, like, um, basically anything costing you peace. But it's like... It's if, the if, level. I Like, I'm at peace here. Like, I feel like I could express myself. This is peaceful. Even though I left something to be here, it's still peaceful. It's like trading something for the other. It replaced what you thought you gave up. It's not even replacing, bro. It's just, I'm like, I'm doing music. I'm competing in music. Anytime I do something, it's intensely. I'm doing this shit intensely. But I'm not going to do it at any cost. Mm. Not at the cost of my peace. You know what I'm saying? No, I get if you. I, like, if it's not making you happy. Yeah, anymore, like, I'm here fun. because I want to be here. But it doesn't mean I didn't. There's no other places I could. So even though you made sacrifices to be here, you didn't lose out on anything because to this be is, here. Because this is the goal. Okay. This, the life is the goal. I'd just like to reiterate just for our slow audience's attention. Yeah. <laughs> That's why, like, something I noticed is, like, going back to breaking down the lyrics is, like, I'm the type of person that I'll say something basic, but it'll fly over your head. Because, like, again, like, I'm not the type of nigga to give you a Kendrick Lamar bar. Because that's not how I grew up. I didn't grow up where niggas go bars for bars. I learned how to do that. I could do that. But it's funny because... it's not who I am. Um, things I should have said, it, when I listened to that, it reminded me of one of my favorite Kendrick bars. When he was like, I, I, I'm not... I'm not... Damn, what fuck is it? Basically, he basically is just saying, I'm in the center looking all around. It's to say, I'm not I'm not on one... I'm not outside looking in. I'm not inside looking out. I'm in the dead fucking center looking all around. Exactly. That Like, when you got into the end with the African Proverbs, like, that's where I started thinking of, like, that deeper understanding of, yeah, you just gave me some bars, but now you're going to break things down from your perspective. And this is why the song is two sides. I'm glad you brought that up because I didn't get to talk about the other side. The whole first part is basically like me saying shit that like, okay, you can understand, but ne not necessarily relate to it. But then if you, I'm going to let you do, I'm not even going to break, break it down. From the breakdown I did for the first part of like, I lay flat on my back. Now go listen to the second verse. It's literally the explanation of that. So it's a mirror. I like to make mirror. Like sometimes mm. like when I'm making verses, it's like I make a mirror <clears throat> of a verse. Like in one verse, I, like in Champagne Wishes, the verse I was talking about like being down and shit. And the second verse is a whole lit shit. Like she is smoochie and I know. When I was <laughs> when I had it nonstop, nonstop. Casamigo made it wet. When I finished, I'm a jet. I'm a savage, can't forget. And then going back to me saying, it's a lo lonely road when you aim for the shore. Lost my courage, no more caviar dreams. Champagne wishes, but it twist and turn. Kick me down while I'm down on my knees. Pray for some love while I bond with the storm. Too many, too many problems in my life. Can you believe like a verse like that? Is this in the same song about Casamigo made it when I finish, I'm a jet. It's like, like we're saying, like, it's like you could knit something, but then I don't just like, I'm gonna thug it out. So like, if you listen to my second verse, I usually emotions. thug it out in my second verses. It's like, I'm when like, I make songs, when I make songs, like, it's like I'd make a verse, like my first verse is, if you listen to all my songs, first verse is always the longest. First because of all, a I lot of, a lot of like, songs you come off, the first verse is really depressing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's the point. I want to get you in a space where it's like, you know what? I could relate to this nigga. And then when I switch it up, you're like, you know what? I'm trying to be like this nigga. Okay. Because when I'm like, I yo. I started here. Because I'm well, like. Well, now I feel like I'm really here now. Yeah, because I'm like, 
I'm gonna do the verses real quick. Lonely road when you aim for the shore. I lost my courage, no more caviar dreams. Champagne wishes, but a twist and turn. It's kicking me down while I'm down on my knees. Prayed for some love while I bond with the storm. Too many, too many problems in my life. Too many, too many friends turn to fall. Too many, too many voices in my head. Mm. How many times do you feel all alone? How many times do you smoke to get high? How many times do you drown in your tears? I don't need no one. That's why I was like, I'm slowly losing me, but I'm holding on. And then the second round, I'm like, God, she a smoochie and I know. Been over when I hit it nonstop, nonstop. Got some ego made it way. When I finish, I'm a jet. I'm a savage, can't forget. It's like, I'm trying to tell you, like, I could relate to you, but then you're like, okay, this nigga's like, you know what? I feel the thing you're saying. And then it's like, yo. Damn, bro, I'm trying to, like, finish in jet, too. Like, Casamiga, I'm telling you, like, you give her I'm one shot of tequila, she gonna give you her number. You give her two shots, she gonna come home with you. So, mm. like, Casamiga make him wet. All right, so we're gonna... To close it out, I just wanna... We're gonna start by asking you, first of all, if you were back in the 90s right now... Yeah. And you get the opportunity to feature with one 90s artist, mm -hmm. who's your first go-to? I'm not too good with the hip hop history. I'm gonna be plain and simple. I do know 90s a lot of doesn't have to yeah, mean yeah, yeah. American 90s. Oh shit, that's true. Whatever <laughs> 90s is good for you. Yeah, this that's is true. us tapping into but, your but, culture now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then again, I didn't get into music until I was a sophomore. So college. you're just a late bloomer. Like I fuck with music, but like music was never a part of my life. Never. Until it, like, cause my 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 sisters can sing, my mom can sing. My sister was in the choir. I used to go to church, and I used to try to learn how to drum. But like, music was never something. Like, I've always wanted to be a pilot, and all of a sudden, I got to America. They're like, "Oh, you want to be a doctor? Pilots don't make that much money." <laughs> That's exactly what my dad told me. Like, he's like, it's like, don't be a pilot, cause they don't make that much money. And nah, like, you you right though. Yeah, they don't really make yeah. that much money. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, oh, you know what? I want to be a doctor now. <laughs> So Yo. it's like my whole life has always been structured on like I want to be making money in like a family type of a nigga. good job. You know tell saying? me you're African without telling me you're African. Yeah, exactly, bro. <laughs> exactly, bro. So going back to your question, I'll answer your question based on niggas I started fucking with now. Yes. If I can make like a song with somebody in life right now. Yeah, if I can make it somebody right now, if I can make a song with somebody right now, I think I would Okay, let's do nineties between like two thousand and like ten. What, whoever whatever yeah. I honestly think I would pick Akon because I love Akon when I was younger it's like Akon two-faced Mr. Smack Mindy. that yeah, on the floor Smack I didn't that. even know what that shit mean until like, I was like, <laughs> like yo this nigga was really fucking I should not be singing this song bro <laughs> when I was little I had no business singing that <laughs> however I do think if I was to like really not be biased and really want to do a genuine song with somebody I think I'd say Tupac but Akon was like one of my heroes. So, so we going with Tupac? Yeah. Okay. Where would it be? Where would you record this? This it could be a modern studio. Wherever in the world. Uh, I think if I'm making a song with Tupac, I need something like cocky or confident. So like, it'd probably be in like a basement. I would want to do it in like a basement. Who's the engineer? Who's producing it? My engineer. What's his name? Come on, could you at least yeah, shout yeah, the yeah. motherfucker yeah, out? <laughs> Yeah, my engineer. Yeah, he know who he is. <laughs> Yo, my guy Alex got to do it. Alex, Alex got to do it. Sorry, Alex. Okay, so what kind of beat are we going for? If you can describe the perfect beat for that that collab, what beat are you going so for? The the main song would be, I would take the the hook. I'll take the first verse, 
and I'll take the second verse. So the structure will be on some things I should have said type feel. So, mm. And then he's gonna, you know, like at the end of things after the proverb, I was rapping like mm -hmm. he would do that in the middle. Mm. Back with the hook, it'll take my pain away. Cause you know, like Tupac gonna fuck with that. Yeah. Take my pain away. Stay with me. Don't walk away. And then I'm gonna go back to the whole proverb thing. But then I'm not gonna do the proverb. Tupac's gonna do the proverb. Mm. And then at the end of it, I'm probably gonna do an outro to like. I lay flat on my back, saying on my spaceship. Just like, that. <laughs> <laughs> like I can't let that go. <laughs> so I gotta, I gotta finish it off strong, bro. I gotta be one to finish it strong, but I think the structure would be like a emotional chorus. Tupac talk about some shit, and then the emotional chorus come back, and then Tupac is it's kind of like the diss track, you know? Yeah. Like, like, it's like, we're gonna kill all you motherfuckers. Make sure all y'all kids don't grow. Some shit like that. <laughs> some shit like yeah, that. my phone phone gonna make sure all y'all kids don't grow. Somebody, somebody, you little retarded motherfucker. <laughs> That's the energy I would want him to put, like, the in a proverb. Like, in the way, the way he did, like, oh, when we knocking on the door and then open the door, we're gonna come in the next day banging on it. Like, some shit like that. And, like, that standards. Mm. Mm. So that's what I, the first verse, I want him to, like, you know, talk the same way he rap in like that district and then the second verse would be like him talking and at the end i bring the hook and then i'll finish it with like my statement because it's awesome are you strategic as fuck you literally broke that down detail for detail say. bro that's how i make some bro. all right so keep going now we're gonna keep going right you have one you have one you have one yeah. i don't have one right now no 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 keep going go 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 all right so tupac pulls out a fatty to roll up he rolled a fatty and he was like, yo, for us to really create some masterpiece right now, you got to take ahead of this. Are you smoking with Tupac? Damn, that's crazy because I'll be dead. But, <laughs> but, but I don't know, bro. I've never made music all right, bro. So I don't know where my creativity live. I might just fall asleep after that. Uh, I'll say, you know what, bro? Take another hit for me, bro. Because I don't know. I don't know what the fuck. You I'm don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> I might not be able to think. Because like me, I'm all hands on on my craft. I do the, like my engineer do the engineering work, but I do the production part. It's like, yo, nah, do this, do that. Take mm. it out. I don't like that shit. That shit sounds like, oh, that shit's good. No, it sounds bad, bro. Take it out. Mm, okay. So if I'm high, I might be paranoid. You're already paranoid and you're not high. <laughs> I was about to say, you might just delete the whole song. <laughs> All right, it's quiet. All right. I want to do something with these niggas. Nah, bro. I, I wouldn't be able to do a high, bro. I'd pass on that. All right. I drink with him, though. I'll take a couple shots. What you drinking with him? It's like you gotta make a good impression. This Tupac, the yeah. first thing you you got the first thing y'all pop open, you want him to be like, ah, oh, fuck with this nigga. He not a drink. What you drinking? Shit, I'm not a drinker, so I can't even tell you a good drink. But I probably say like. But what you drinking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, some tequila. What kind? Probably from 1942. Probably, yeah. Ooh. 1942, cause he gonna be like, yo, that nigga get the key. You sure you don't drink? Real niggas, I be drinking though. And some, you sure you don't drink? He said, I be drinking. <laughs> <laughs> I be Okay, so when I was in college, like, I, I get caught many times I drank in college, but, like, ever since, like, 2021 and shit, like, I've been drinking a lot more. You're a fucking nerd. Nah, not really, bro. A little bit. Nah, bro. A little bit. I'm not a nerd, bro. Nah, you, I'm not saying it in a bad way. Nah, I, I know what you mean by, like, yeah. a nerd, but, like, I feel like, you know how, like, niggas say, like, there's two versions of them? Like, there's a version of me that's Young King, and there's a version of me that's Real Link. Okay, so what's wrong with being a street nerd? 
I'm not. You're a hood nerd. I don't know. A nerd from the struggles. Hey. <laughs> hey listen. A nerd that fuck bitches. Hey. <laughs> 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 That part. <laughs> <laughs> I think the nerd sound cool, so yeah, that part. That's what I'm saying. Nerds are winning today, nigga. And plus, there ain't nothing wrong with actually knowing. Ain't nothing wrong yeah. with knowing. The nerds thinking. be the ones who go and get money later in life. We changed the world, bro. Yeah, bitches want to fuck with us in the long run because they know why we going to have money. But here's the thing, though. We don't fuck with bitches. Though. Just because you go wish that all that, all that fucking body count on them don't mean you're going to settle with me. Fact. Not me. Try somebody else. <laughs> all right, but I have just one last question for anything real quick with that being said. What is the highest body count a girl can have for you to not fuck with her? What you mean fuck with her? Like, sleep with her? No, no like, take like, her serious. Relationship. Bro. I want to be honest, but then the honesty comes <laughs> with a, a price. lot of mental challenge, bro. Uh-huh. With an honest truth, if I'm being honest and plain simple, bro, body count don't matter to you, bro. But then when I start to think about how many niggas, you're like, fuck. <laughs> it never, it does not matter, right? I feel what you say. It don't matter. Like, until it matters. Until, until somebody <laughs> say something about it. Shit, bro, because I know when you fucking me, ain't no nigga gonna fuck you like you fuck me. Don't get me wrong. I'm confident enough to know I'm irreplaceable. I'm humble enough to know. Um, I'm humble enough to know I'm replaceable. I'm confident enough to know. You ain't gonna find nobody better. Facts. You could find another nigga. But they don't be me. There's a lot of niggas like me. That's why I'm scared of bitches. Because <laughs> I know what a nigga like me would do to a bitch when they get a hold of her. So it's like, the fight come on really mean shit. But then it's like, when I start to think of it, and I'm fucking you calling me daddy. He's like, how many niggas you don't <laughs> Like, bro, chill with that shit. And then you do something out of pocket. I get mad for no reason. It's like... It's because where you learn that from? It's like, wait, why you suck dick that good? Forget that shit, bro. She's like, I swallowed. Bitch, I bet you do. Like, how many she swallowed before? This not the first time. She's like, I ain't tired yet. Bitch, how many niggas teach you how to not be tired? Fact. Like, what did you go through to not be tired? You weren't born with this endurance. Talking about, like, your body count's 15. I know that bitch, like, 35, like, 40. What J. Cole said, if she said that shit five, you got to multiply that shit by three. It depends on who she is, though. I don't think any girl is honest about their body count so. until you're really comfortable with them. I think so. I've been lying. From the jump? I've been lying, I've been lying to you about body count and then I know like that's a lie because like you telling me about all this body count and like I know niggas you fuck. Like, I don't ask your body count because I know you're going to lie. <laughs> I just wait to see how like, many like, niggas like, I just wait I, to like, see how many niggas look like they fucked like you. It like this bro like I'm a lover boy. Like I, I could fuck with mad bitches and like I'm fucking with you but I like you the best so you're the one I love. You're the one I tell you to come sleep over. He's a dark skinned Drake. <laughs> like, like, facts, bro. Like, it's like, I could have, like, like, for example, let's say I have five bitches right now. I could have one of them that's, like, my favorite person. You know, like, I, <laughs> I, I respect it. But it's like, bro, listen, don't trip, bro. I be fucking other bitches. Because I be saying that straight up. Like, you don't want to leave, you don't want to stay cool. Like, me not, you know, yeah. but, like, you know, like, I fuck with you. So, like, I'd ask you what your body count is. Like, that other bitch, I'm, like, texting her, and she's like, you don't even text me that much. I ain't gonna ask everybody. Come on, you can only get away with shit like that now because being dark skin is in. Back to the whole body count thing though. I, I only ask because I genuinely I care about my heart, bro. Like, I, I care about you my ass too. You actually ask the body count? I swear to God, bro. But Are then, you a brave bro, nigga? Bro, I swear to God, it don't matter though. Like, so why you ask? No, 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 no. I'm talking about the high or lows. It don't matter. 
Nah, the, the, nah, nah, 50 is crazy though. <laughs> nah, I was about to say, you said it don't matter. 50 is crazy. But then again, 10 is crazy. But then again, like, if I'm be real, bro. Like, if I don't know them 10 niggas, it's cool. Like, that's what makes trip. it so scary. But then, I don't then, know them 10 niggas. But, but then, nah, nah, that's but not scary. But do I even want to know them 10 niggas? Let, let me talk about, like, the body count real quick with, for you, Go bro. Here's why body count don't matter to me, bro. So, let's say there's a bitch named A, there's a bitch named B. Bitch A out of 10 body counts. And bitch B, that's bad name, bitch B. <laughs> but okay, let's say number one has five body one counts. One and eight, one yeah, and yeah. One has five body count. The second one has three body counts. The one with the five body counts, you don't know none of her body. You know who she is. She told you about them. In this case, let's say you believe her, right? She tell you about her body count. And then two only has three body counts. She has two boyfriends for like a long time. So let's say she's like 24 now. And like you're like 24. And she has two boyfriends, like, okay, obviously, like, she's allowed, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, all right, it is what it is. Two niggas, like, you're not even fucking them. They're your boyfriend, so it's like, it's important. But then she fucks somebody you know. Who you gonna go for? Let's say they're the same person, no difference at all. There's no difference between these bitches. They're both perfect, and they're both your dream girl. One has five body counts that you don't know none of them niggas. She told you about them niggas. You seen them niggas. Like, it's like, okay, yeah, let's say she's been in five relationships. None of them niggas you know, but, like, she told you about them. So they fuck, they do anything. And then the other one only has three body count, but it's like the other nigga is like somebody you know type shit. And like you would run into it in like a That club. makes it worse. So who would you pick, pick now? The girl I don't know nothing about. Exactly, which is why body count don't really matter. But, but dude, then when I start thinking I'm about shallow, them five though. niggas. I'm shallow. Yo, I'm telling you, when I start thinking about them five niggas, it's like, yo, that's it's like, what made you bro. fuck him? Oh, I'm gonna say, <laughs> that's what I, bro, bro, you just like me, bro. It's like, yo, bro, like, like, this nigga's ugly, bro. Yes, like, like bro, why you, do you, you let him touch like, you? Like, that you nigga? probably suck this dick too. What? Like, bro, I be thinking. Right. Bumba club, my girl, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, you know what? I wish I knew you earlier in life, bro. Cause ain't, I no, you first. ain't no way you fuck this nigga. Like, okay, I get these nigga. Like, like he got this going on, but this nigga, like he wear leather pants. <laughs> like, bro, this nigga, like I wouldn't even dap this nigga up. Come on, nah. Nigga, he wasn't. She's like, oh, he looks better when he was. Bitch, shut up. Nah, nigga, that nigga look the same. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like here's the reason why body counts matters and why it doesn't matter. Cause to men, as like a woman is like a prize. Statistical. Like. like, like no, like, in a way, in no, a way, is. I don't want to pull. I don't want to I don't want to put that kind of label on female. That's a whole deep, I, nah, different conversation. I don't how men move though, and but, it's part of how our ambitions it, it are. Here's why body count matter for anybody that's listening. I'm gonna tell you this, bro. They I'm make talking, this your closing word. They make this the closing words. Go yeah, ahead. I'm, I'm gonna talk to the ladies here real quick, bro. Here's why niggas talk about body count in a certain way, and niggas see bitches with certain body counts in a different way. Imagine you go to a thrift store. Forget it. Imagine you go to the dealership. You're trying to buy two Toyotas. You've seen two tours really like same car, same model, same year. One of them has three previous owners, and the other one has one previous owner. The mileage on the three previous owners is obviously a lot, much. And the other one that's not, that's only one previous owner, doesn't have that much mileage. Same price, everything is the same. You love the car, it's the same car, not, no difference. Which one would you pick? Now, nah, if you're smart, you'd pick the, the one with mileage. the less mileage, because first thing first, you probably not gonna run into a problem with it as you would with the other one with the higher mileage. Mm-hmm. You you know when the person that owned that one car, they drove it however the fuck they want compared to like those five people yeah, that drove three that other people car. You have to take in consideration. Yeah, yeah, that drove it however they want. They did whatever they wanted to do to that car. So now imagine you pull up with that car to like a 
function. And then you see somebody that's like, yo, that used to be my car. I used to drive that bitch everywhere, drive that bitch to New York. I, I did all that. How would that make you feel, bro? How did he get in here? The door is fucking locked. That's, yeah, man, that's what he deserves. <laughs> yeah. yeah so, 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 here's the, here's the thing you gotta digest. How would you feel if you walk in a function and somebody's like, yo, or like two people is like, yo, I used to own that car, bro. Like, I used to take that car, like, on a drive, do whatever I wanna do with that car. And that's that's exactly how niggas feel about, like, body con and bitches. One person's niggas. cool, but uh, two people's weird. Like, like it's like, bro, like, 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 honestly, I'm the type of nigga that, like, I don't even wanna, like, it's like, I don't even wanna work in a place where somebody owns the car I used to own, cause then you, you could think about how well the car drive or how bad the car drive and that's what fucks with me it's not the fact that a person owned the car before it's, it's the how fact they that like it. they did whatever they wanted with the car and the car was fine with it was theirs yeah the, the car was fine with it but now <laughs> but not but now you mind so like it ain't nothing really new to you cause yeah, if you want shorty then you suck dick before you Facts. ride dick before, like you, I mean, you did all the nasty nasty, cause you ain't like you ain't no fucking. I'm thirty. If you ever come to me and say I ain't never do this before, I'm like, yeah. bitch, get the fuck out. Yeah, so it's, <laughs> it's it's really not a problem. Like we still appreciate y'all bitches with like the body kind of facing whoever's level of standards or whatever. But like it's really like the thought of it that like kills niggas, bro. It's not really that you fucked a lot of niggas. I like. The reason behind it, and like me thinking about, like, damn, bro, she did all that with that nigga. I mean, all I would say is, if I'm gonna deal with you in the future, please suck dick before you deal with me. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna don't be struggling let me be the first. <laughs> I don't want to be the first dick you suck. Nah, they be capping. I don't. Terrible. I don't. Even if you're not good at it yet. I don't want to be the first dick you saw. Nah, I want to be the first. I don't know what he's talking about, bro. Keep your virginity for me. I don't know. Maybe because I'm 30. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I get what you're saying. I feel like... Because like I'm 30. I'm 30 nigga, I know grow. as a 30-year-old, I'm not going to meet another 30-year-old that never sucked dick before. Nah, true. Like, the older you grew, the more wiser you get and the more mature the level you... Or the more loose stage. you get with your convictions. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Nah, nah. On some real shit. It's that funny, but it, it, it's real. It's real. So it's like... At the end of the day, bro, it don't matter what your body count is. It matters how you carry yourself and, like, what you did in your past. And to some niggas, it don't even matter what your body count is because some niggas looking to settle. But a nigga like me, I know I got To choices. this young king right here, it don't matter. Yeah. It don't matter. Uh, body count don't to matter. No, 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 right no, 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 no. Bro, you got to listen to me. into consideration. No, no, no. Body count don't matter until I start thinking about the body count, though. On some real shit. It's who you but fuck. But I still want to know. If you fuck somebody that should not let you touch, you should not have like, touched you, now what's that question? Okay, shit. what if it's only one person she fucked that you, you... Then if that nigga should not touch you, I question it. <laughs> I don't know, you fuck bro. one person don't mean it's that I person you should have got like touched you. like for me, deep, deep down, I know it don't matter, but like niggas think about shit like that, bro. I and that shit fuck with you, bro. Yeah. I do too. It fuck with you because you're like, yo, my bitch used to belong to another nigga and another nigga, and then she let this nigga fuck one time, and that nigga ain't even have to speak that much game. Y'all just left the. I club mean, honestly, I just... did with a girl knowing that there's a slight chance her asshole has been penetrated. <laughs> 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 On that note, um, <laughs> you have, uh, you got any closing words? <laughs> Go by the name of Young King with Big Dreams, aka Young King BD. You can find me on all platforms at Y O U N G K I N G B D. The Young King is is a must. As simple as it is, the BD stands for Big Dreams. My dreams are bigger than vacation. I was talking about it the other day. I, my dreams are bigger. One day I'm gonna win a Grammy, and that's for sure. Facts, cause y'all bitches Facts. fuck with yeah. niggas with fucking smaller dreams than me. Facts. Yeah. Tell them, bro. I'm just saying. <laughs> Tell Think em, about that. Think about how small them niggas' dreams are. I mean, some bitches do call, <laughs> some bitches do call me your kid with big, you know. <laughs> <laughs> 
We ain't gonna talk about that, but <laughs> that's a story for another day. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys, for coming here. I had a fucking great time. This is absolutely amazing. Appreciate and honestly, you, bro. before I say this is one thing I say before I close is this episode shows how well you can go in from your original native language to that American speaking way. Like you shift back and forth so fucking well back here. And there's times you got so comfortable that you couldn't even switch. It didn't even matter. You, it, the, the African just came yeah. out so fucking Yeah, well. yeah, bro. Like, like, like that's one thing about, sorry for cutting you off. No, 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 one thing about me when I was learning the, the, the lingo and like learning how to speak fluently as an American is like, I never wanted to lose my African. Yeah, so like when I get home, like I don't talk like an American. I just talk like in like the Facts. regular language and the yes. regular language. I'm always in this stuff like, Wait, 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 wait. What language do you guys specifically speak from your region in Africa? Okay, my ethnic um, my ethnic group is Yoruba. Um so we speak Yoruba. Oh, like Yoruba? As, like the American the Americans would say Yoruba. Oh, so it's Yoruba. That's how the Americans say it, right? American would say Yoruba. Yeah, all right. We, how do you say it? Y-O-R-U-B-A. Y-O-U-R-U-B-A. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about because yeah. I've actually <laughs> felt like... I've actually had conversation with a cousin who've learned that our family ancestors actually came from the Yoruba religion. That could get gonna, the vibe. I get the vibe. <laughs> we're going to talk. No, nah, <laughs> facts, talk. facts. Yeah, yeah. you had... No, we good. All right. Um, and How the fuck? Yeah, before we get anywhere as well, we got to get some here and take some more drinks. It's Weed and Whiskey Podcast. Follow that man right there. His man, he makes amazing music. He's fucking dope as a fucking person. Yo, on some real shit, after listening to him tonight, how could you not want to go listen to his fucking music? I don't right. understand that. If you don't want to listen to his music after him tonight, you're a hater. Straight up. Straight up. No questions. Facts. I'm I debate spend it. all this time watching this old shit and you don't feel like listening. Come like, on. Now. This nigga's fire, not even just as an artist, but just as a person on some real shit. That's enough to just want to support him. On some real shit, yo. Mm-hmm. But y'all know the fucking drills. We done whiskeys 2020 fucking three. And the only way wait, to fucking wait, do it. Subscribe, 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 subscribe. Go subscribe right now. We done whiskey on YouTube. Facts. Go subscribe. And we whiskey everywhere else. Subscribe. Else. TikTok. Instagram, go follow everywhere. TikTok, follow Twitter, everywhere. follow. Subscribe. If you don't follow your bitch ass nigga or your bitch ass bitch, and don't be a bitch ass nigga. Subscribe. Don't be a bitch ass bitch. That's facts. <laughs> now, Shane, and then, it's 2023. Yeah. The only way to fucking do it, please, 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 grab her by the pussy with consent. Thank you. Be amazing. Peace out, be great. <laughs> <laughs>